Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Israel and Hamas extend ceasefire two days. We have the story. Wichita murder suspect formally charged. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Once again, our temperature fell below freezing overnight, and some of the side streets and sidewalks may have some slick spots. Our complete forecast for the rest of today here on the way in just a few minutes. A fragile truce between Hamas and Israel continues today after a deal to extend a four-day pause in fighting. The Israeli government now has a list of names of the next group of hostages they expect to be released, signaling that this deal between Israel and Hamas has, in fact, been extended at least by a day. Again, this is all day-to-day, very tense negotiations going on. Some of the 11 hostages that were just released are back here on Israeli soil being choppered over to one of the area hospitals to get checked out. Here's what we know about this group. Two mothers involved in there and that release, and nine kids, the youngest twin three-year-old girls. Carlos Anderson Honeycutt made his first appearance in Sedgwick County District Court yesterday. The 26-year-old was arrested in South Texas on suspicion of first-degree murder in the death of 24-year-old Brittany Wicker. She was shot to death in a home in the 2300 block of South Belmont two weeks ago, and police believe that Wicker was likely the victim of domestic violence. Charges are being filed against a Kansas man following a recent Amber Alert. The U.S. Department of Justice said in a press release that 24-year-old Jordan Thompson of Galena is charged with two counts of assault with a deadly weapon for his alleged assault on two people November 24th at the Fort Riley military base. If he is convicted, he could face up to 10 years in prison on each of the two counts. Thompson and another individual were allegedly involved in a recent Amber Alert where a child was taken from a Fort Riley home at gunpoint that situation prompted law enforcement in Kansas to launch an Amber Alert for the child who was recovered within an hour safely in Butler County. Tony Deucing, KNSS News. Former President Donald Trump will return to New York City to testify in his civil fraud trial. This time, the former president will take the stand in his own defense. His legal team says he will return to court December 11th to answer questions along a wider range of topics. New York Attorney General Letitia James is suing the former president for misleading lenders and insurers about the value of his assets. The judge in the case has already ruled that fraud occurred. His decision will be how much of a penalty the defendant must pay. The former president insists the case against him is politically motivated. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Discounts on flights and more. An expert shares simple tips for shopping on Travel Tuesday. Chicago-based travel expert Colleen Kelly encourages folks to sign up for an airline's email list for Travel Tuesday deals. If you're signed up for those airlines email lists, you are going to be the first to know about their deals. Appearing on Fox and Friends. Also follow them on social media because some of these big deals 
they're going to release on social media. Travel Tuesday, a part of the holiday shopping frenzy where hotels, airlines, and agents tend to offer discounts. Kelly also recommends a travel service like Hopper, which partners with airlines, home, and rental car providers, saying Hopper lets you freeze a price for a small fee to ensure you and your loved ones can coordinate a getaway. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. Got basketball action tonight. KU men, K-State men, shocker women. We'll preview those games coming up in sports. A growing trend among U.S. parents has health experts concerned. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 8.08 now, 8 minutes past 8 o'clock. The family of Rosalind Carter has begun three days of memorials for the former First Lady and global humanitarian who died November 19 at the age of 96. The Carter Center confirms that former President Jimmy Carter plans to attend a memorial church service today in Atlanta for his partner of more than seven decades. An elderly woman has died after falling down a well in a South Carolina home. The Oconee County coroner says he has never seen a death like this in his 31 years on the job. The 83-year-old woman was helping her daughter pack up and move from the house in Salem when she fell through rotting floorboards in the 100-year-old home and down a well shaft the owner didn't know was there. It took rescue crews nearly four hours to get the woman's body out of the nearly 50-foot hole. The coroner says she died from injuries sustained in the fall and her death has been ruled an accident. Lee Silicera. Fox News. A flash mob of thieves broke into a Los Angeles Nike store, stealing thousands of dollars of merchandise. Fox's Marianne Rafferty reports from L.A. A group of 17 people rushed into the Nike store at a South L.A. mall last week and began stuffing shoe boxes and clothing into trash bags while store workers and other customers looked on. In just minutes, they were running out the doors with about $12,000 worth of merchandise. Police are estimating the mass suspects are between the ages of 15 and 20 years old. There were four females and 13 males. Investigators say the group fled the scene in four different vehicles. And earlier this month, LAPD Chief Michael Moore touted the work his retail theft task force has done in making arrests and recovering property. Organized retail crime rose during the COVID-19 pandemic and caused at least $100 billion in product losses across the U.S., and that's according to a 2022 National Retail Security Survey. A growing trend among United States parents has health experts concerned. Parents are increasingly giving their children melatonin as a sleep aid. A new study by the journal JAMA Pediatrics suggests about 18% of children aged 5 to 9 are using it. And a survey earlier this year by the American Academy of Sleep Medicine suggested that about 46% of parents have given melatonin to children under the age of 13 to help them sleep. The group has issued a health advisory saying parents should consult a doctor before giving it to children. Side effects like daytime sleepiness, headache, nausea, and dizziness sometimes occur from taking melatonin, but little is known about the long-term effects of consumption in children and adolescents. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.10, 10 minutes past 8 o'clock. Right now we have a traffic accident westbound, K96, and this is right around Hillside, and that's approaching the construction area there, uh, the North Junction, so there's something to be aware of. You might want to avoid that if you can. Again, that's westbound uh, K96 
at Hillside, and then northbound I-235 headed towards that construction. It's running really slowly as well right now. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky and cold across Wichita and south-central Kansas this morning. Once again, the snow on the ground reflects the sunlight today that will hold temperatures down significantly compared to the rest of the state where we have not seen as much snow or high 42 with a southwesterly wind. Clear in 23 overnight. Tomorrow's high again in the low 40s. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a few clouds, 19 degrees, and we have a south wind at 3 miles per hour. 8-11, Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Yesterday's high temperature in Wichita, a blistering 39 degrees. Normal high for the date is 52, so a little bit below normal. Yesterday afternoon, uh, my wife asked my grandson, Nolan, if he would come over and shovel our walk and get the snow off the little sidewalk in front of our house, and he did. He came over, shoveled it off, did a great job, and uh, she gave him a little bit of money. He's... He's a working man now. He's full-time working. He works for Verizon. And he's got a new job, and this was his day off. So I appreciate Nolan. Yeah, she put him to work. Taking a day off and, and got, come and work for the grandparents. How about that? That was nice to do. Yeah, it was nice yeah. to do. Eight twelve. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. President Biden uh, is announcing multiple actions to strengthen American supply chains and bring down costs for Americans. And with us this morning to talk a little bit more about that, Fox News Radio's Jared Halpern. Good morning, Jared. I don't think Jared's with us right now. He's not with us. Okay. I beg your pardon. I thought I had a signal that he was with us. Uh, miscommunication on my part, Ted. Let's see. Uh, a moose on the loose in southern Minnesota. A moose has, on the loose. Has gained a herd of thousands of followers, hoping to see the animal's journey end safely. The young male moose spotted Tuesday northwest of Minneapolis. Oh. Fans call the animal rut in homage to a Scatterbrained moose from the movie Brother Bear. More than 18,000 accounts are following the moose's travels on a community Facebook page as of Tuesday. A Minnesota Department of Natural Resources big game expert told the Minnesota Star uh, Tribune that the moose typically uh, only roam in northern Minnesota. They don't come to the south part of Minnesota. The expert says the moose is likely looking for home territory or other moose friends. Yeah, or maybe he uh, came to see a Timberwolves game. Or something. Yeah, it's, a, it's like Bullwinkle. All right. Um, with most correspondence done electronically these days, the teaching of a certain style of handwriting had fallen out of favor in recent years with educational institutions. You know what I'm talking about. But now apparently cursive is surging back. Really? Into uh, society's good graces. Part of the push for getting cursive back into curriculums nationwide is coming from state governments. More than 20 states have passed legislation that either requires or at least encourages the teaching of cursive in public schools. Hmm. And we have more on that story on our webpage, knssradio.com. What do you think about that? I think it's good. Um, I'm not sure. I feel I, like I, there's a lot more that should be taught Cursive would be further down on my list. It's not, no, things we're not to, high things on the list. to take time teaching. And I don't know why, because it's, it's what we learned, you know. I know. And it seems like we spent a lot of time on it. I think when people used to write a lot. But people that was don't a, write anymore. A good way to go. Yeah. They're 
scrolling on a tablet or on a they computer. Do this. Or they're on a they're on a keyboard. Using somewhere. their fingers and thumbs, Jeez. texting and stuff. They're not used. They're not writing <clears throat> cursive things anymore. And I'm studying some of the older writers and uh, I mean people in the past, famous writers, and a lot of them with a notebook. It's all they have and is in hand, ink pen and a go paper. and get it and later get it edited somehow. And you know, not even typewriters. So cursive making a comeback. Of course, that's the way I sign my name. How would you sign your name if you didn't do cursive? My, my my signature is a scribble, basically. You're, you're, you, but you use. I have uh, poor handwriting, so, I, so cursive doesn't mean that much to me. You know, and and mine's not very good either. But it's and when I was in school and learning it, I took a lot of pride because I got very good grades in penmanship. But I guess I'm just too big a hurry anymore. I see. I here's what I I write in my notes. Yeah, in block letters. I print them out. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm the same way as you. I print stuff. I don't, I don't letters. use it very much. Yeah. All right. 8.15, Stephen's Head of the Morning here on KNSS. Uh, and this is Giving Tuesday. And and um, we're talking about uh, some of the things. Uh, there are a lot of people out there who are doing a lot of good work this time of year. There's endless opportunities for you to oh, find uh, someone who could use that assistance this time of year. A lot of people who need volunteers mm-hmm. and things like that. Sure so. is. Yeah, and then it doesn't necessarily mean money. Doesn't it mean you're giving volunteer time. Volunteer time is, as a giving measure. Time is very valuable for everybody. Mm-hmm. So there you go. If you can't, uh, you don't have the cash. See if there's something else you can do. Uh, Eight sixteen now. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's go take go ahead and take a look at sports this morning uh, with Ted Woodward. Ted, take it away. All right, we got some uh, football news out of Kansas State in Manhattan. As K-State quarterback Will Howard is going to leave the Wildcat program. He's going to enter the transfer portal for his final year of college eligibility. Will Howard leaving K-State after four years. It looks like uh, that means that door is open for Avery Johnson, the former Mays quarterback, to take over as the starting quarterback for K-State. Maybe even as soon as the bowl game, whenever that is. So it's like Will Howard is leaving K-State and going into the transfer portal. Big news for K-State football. All right, we have K-State basketball tonight. The Wildcats hosting Oral Roberts in Manhattan. That'll tip off at 7 o'clock tonight. FanDuel has K-State as a 14.5-point favorite coming into this one. K-State with a record of 4-2. and two. Oral Roberts has never won a game in Manhattan in four tries. K-State has won 12 straight home non-conference games. Trying to keep that streak going tonight. 7 o'clock tip-off in Manhattan for K-State basketball. Of course, you can listen live to Kansas State men's basketball tonight, 7 o'clock over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. We have college men's basketball in Lawrence tonight, number 5-ranked Kansas hosting Eastern Illinois. KU with a record of 5-1. and one. That tips off at 7 o'clock tonight in Lawrence, first meeting between these two in basketball. FanDuel expects KU as a 38-and-a-half-point favorite. Coming into this one tonight in Lawrence. Wow. Monday night football last night. We had the Chicago Bears on the road in Minnesota taking on the Vikings. You heard that game right here on KNSS. Close one. The Bears won it 12-10. Exciting. Bears won two of their last three. Starting and running back for the Bears, former Kansas Jayhawk Khalil Herbert had 38 total yards, including a 13-yard catch along the way as the Bears won on the road at Minnesota 12-10. We have Shocker women's basketball tonight at Coke Arena. The Shocker women hosting Southeastern Louisiana. And that will be a 6 o'clock tip-off tonight in Coke Arena. The Shockers won both their home games so far this season. Start of a four-game homestand for the Shocker women. 
And I will be the guest PA announcer for Shocker Women's Basketball tonight. Looking forward to that one, 6 o'clock this evening at Coke Arena. We'll be talking pro football tonight. It's the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show, hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Chiefs right now in the number two spot in the conference, getting ready for a road game on the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Yep, the Chiefs visiting the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night in a rematch of long-ago Super Bowl I Sunday night football. Lots of things to talk about tonight on the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show, 6 o'clock tonight over on KFH. Pro basketball in the NBA last night in Philadelphia. The 76ers beat the Los Angeles Lakers. Boy, did they. They won it by 44 points. <laughs> Philly beat the Lakers 138-94, to starting wow. at center for the 76ers. Former Kansas Jayhawk Joel Embiid with a triple-double. 30 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists for the big guy. Coming off the bench, another Jayhawk, Marcus Morris, made four three-pointers on his way to 16 points. 76ers with back-to-back wins after a 44-point win over the Lakers. And the Sixers are in the number four spot now in the Eastern Conference. And a happy birthday today to a pretty good football player for the Kansas City Chiefs, Dale Carter. Great corner. Defensive back is 54 years old today. First-round draft pick by the Kansas City Chiefs. Back in 1992, after his All-American career at Tennessee. And then he played his first seven seasons in the NFL with the Chiefs. He was the NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. And he became a four-time Pro Bowl player during his years with the Chiefs. Ended up playing many years in the NFL. but And he had uh, 24 career inter- interceptions. Good player to have on a corner there on your defensive back. Former Kansas City Chief Dale Carter. It's his birthday. He is 54 Today, and that's sports with Stephen Ted. 821 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Americans are being attacked around the world. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted on 987 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 830 here on this Tuesday morning. KNSS, 19 degrees. Israel and Hamas are moving into a fifth day of temporary ceasefire as Hamas is expected to release more hostages. Fox's Jeff Paul has the latest from Tel Aviv. The Israeli government now has a list of names of the next group of hostages they expect to be released, signaling that this deal between Israel and Hamas has in fact been extended at least by a day. Again, this is all day-to-day, very tense negotiations going on. Some of the 11 hostages that were just released are back here on Israeli soil being choppered over to one of the area hospitals to get checked out. Here's what we know about this group. Two mothers involved in there and that release and nine kids, the youngest twin three-year-old girls. Israel is still saying it is committed to crushing Hamas's military capabilities after the pause ends. Harvey County was especially hard hit during the weekend snowstorm, which dumped more than a foot of snow in Heston. Harvey County Communications received 402 calls, of which 126 were for 911. During the event, 40 crashes were reported. Of those, six involved injuries, 34 were non-injury crashes. 78 vehicles ended up in a ditch in Harvey County. Construction to replace a nearly 70-year-old bridge southwest of Clearwater will start Monday. It's one of many aging infrastructures in Kansas, according to the Kansas Department of Transportation. 
Sedgwick County Public Works Director Lynn Packer says the county has been doing its part to maintain the bridge near Clearwater. A lot of bridges are coming up to their design life, and you've got that where you, those are naturally going to need more maintenance to keep up. The state is spending extra money on repairs now because of years of neglect. The Clearwater Bridge has spanned the Ninnescaw River since 1955. Nikki Haley was campaigning close to home at a spirited town hall in Bluffton, South Carolina. As the New York Times reports, powerful business leaders believe Haley can topple former President Trump. Haley criticized Trump by saying there's too much mayhem and drama around him. Too much division in this country and too many threats around the world to be sitting in chaos once again. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is investing a tremendous amount of time and energy in battleground New Hampshire. On ABC's This Week, Christie criticized his GOP rivals for bickering with one another and not taking on the former president. If all three of us would go after Donald Trump, well, then the, the most credible amongst the three of us in terms of those uh, those critiques uh, would wind up winning uh, winning this primary. In Washington, Mike Emanuel, Fox News. Ann Arbor, Michigan police went on an hour-long chase of a construction vehicle driven by a 12-year-old. Fox's Taryn Asher has more. The chase starts with speeds only maxing out at 20 miles per hour. But the 35,000-pound construction genie with a front-end forklift can do quite a bit of damage. Lights and sirens blare throughout the chase, but the child driver never stopped, striking a total of 10 vehicles as he weaved in and out of neighborhoods, riding curbs and running stoplights. Stop spikes wouldn't penetrate those tires, and police couldn't get permission to get in front of the forklift. Washington County deputies would soon take over, but it would take nearly an hour before the 12-year-old boy finally gave up, stopping at M14 in Godfordson. That's where he was taken into custody. Police say the vehicle was left unlocked at Forsyth Middle School with the keys inside. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Stephen, 10 of the morning, KNSS, 8.50 here on a Tuesday morning. Three big things. Suspect formally charged with killing a Wichita woman. Police say it was domestic violence. Harvey County especially hard hit by weekend storm with more than a foot of snow and hundreds of 911 calls. Israel and Hamas agree to a two-day ceasefire extension for more prisoner and hostage exchange. Three big things, Stephen, Ted on KNSS. Right now in traffic, watch out up around the north junction. Of course, we've got the road construction going on there, but now we have a traffic accident that is westbound on K96 right around Hillside, and now another one southbound on I-135, and it's right there on the ramp from I-235. So a couple of accidents up there right now. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. They've got two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. 
Check it out at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Sunny today with a high of 42 degrees, mostly clear and cold tonight. The overnight low 20. Wednesday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high 43. Now a few clouds, 19 degrees, a south wind at 3 miles per hour. Hatman Jacks has some great gift ideas for Christmas this year. There's no better time to have our staff find a hat for you, yourself, and everyone on your gift list. They have the absolute best selection of Western hats, fedoras, caps, and accessories. Open uh, Tuesday through Thursday from 10 to 5.30 p.m. Expanded hours Friday and Saturday, 10 to 6. December 3rd, 23rd at the Clock Tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. Stephen 10 in the morning, KNSS, and uh, on the stock market this morning, uh, the Dow is down just about three, three and a half points as we begin the trading day. S&P's off uh, eight points, and the NASDAQ is down 32. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. After delays, Boeing's 737 MAX 10 is cleared for test flight. It's good news for Wichita's Spirit Aerosystems. The Federal Aviation Administration moved the Boeing 737 MAX 10 jet to a new status. According to the Wall Street Journal, after the flight tests are done, Boeing expects deliveries to begin next year. Like its 737 predecessors, Spirit Aerosystems manufactures the jet's fuselage, pylon, wing leading edges, thrust reverser, and engine nacelles here in Wichita. That news means more work for Spirit. More than 70% of the plane is manufactured right here in the air capital. One of Wichita's most prominent locally-based brands has added a new executive to its franchise development team to aid the company's growth ambitions. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers announced last week that it had hired Nick Burris, who most recently worked as Senior Vice President of Franchise Sales at Fuzzy's Taco Shop as a Vice President of Franchise Development. The move comes after the fast, casual Brand crossed a milestone last month of opening its 500th U.S. location. Freddy's has said it is targeting 60 new restaurants over the course of 2023. After more than 50 years, one local business does not appear to be slowing down as it grows its footprint here in Wichita. Cheney Door Company has added a 13,000-square-foot warehouse at 123 South Ellis, just across the alley from its longtime home in the 100 block of South Lulu. Company leadership says the new building, which marked a 33% addition in square footage, was made out of necessity. The business has grown 40% during the last three years. Cheney Door provides a range of residential and commercial services, including garage doors, gates, and entry doors. And they have a pretty good radio jingle, too. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. They have three pretty good uh, local stories there about local companies doing well. Love to hear that. that. Yeah. Yep. Today is Red Planet Day, Ted, commemorating the launch of spacecraft Mariner 4. It's also a day to learn more about Mars, which is referred to as the Red Planet. After three previous attempts, spacecraft Mariner 4 became the first successful flyby of Mars. Okay. Spacecraft was launched November 28, 1964. Oh, wow. And reached Mars on July 14, 1965. The successful mission produced 22 pictures of the Martian surface. These pictures were the first ever close-up photos to come from deep space. Oh, How about that? Red Planet Day. Our neighbor, Mars. And, of course, National Day of Giving. We've been talking about that all day. And it's a good day today to think about something that you would, uh, somebody you'd like to help out that way. 8.55, Stephen, 10 in the morning. Ted should see, uh, I would think, a little more uh, melting today. Sure will. Uh, yes. The sun's out, and uh, it should be a great day for melting. And we get back close to normal temperature. For a high, but uh, 
Today, uh, our high is only going to be about 42 degrees. So a couple more days, and then it's going to warm up a little bit, according to what we're hearing from uh, Dan Holiday and the people in our weather, weather department here. 855, Stephen Ted, Glenn Beck Show, coming up in just a few minutes here on KNSS. And at the top of the hour news this morning, Israel and Hamas agree to a two-day ceasefire extension. Our news at the top of the hour here at KNSS. And if you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go to the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show, and news updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Now a few clouds and 19 degrees. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.